0: Thursday afternoon on The Must, resident sporting guru Nathan Burden joins us once again. Good afternoon, Nath.
1: G'day, mate. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm good, and I'm pleased I watched the end of that game of cricket last night because the result wasn't what New Zealanders wanted, but as far as the sporting spectacle, regardless of what you think of T20, that was a great result as far as the sporting contest, I suppose.
1: Yeah, you've absolutely nailed it, I think. For pure entertainment value... Um, you couldn't have you couldn't have ridden it better, you know, a, a boundary off the last ball to win the game. Um, but probably, you know, is it a game that uh, New Zealand threw away in the end? They seem to. I think I think Aussie needed something like 42 off the last, you know, um, 15 or 16 balls. So, but but they've got some power hitting right through that order, and, and having a guy like Tim David coming in at five or six and and being able to smash them home, they're they're a pretty ferocious sort of a t20 unit.
0: Well, everybody's saying, who is this Tim David? But it's like Travis Head a few years ago. Nobody had ever heard of him. But if you have half an interest in the BBL, these names prop up more often than not. And, you know, another guy who's never played for Australia but easily could is a guy called Chrislin, who's one of the Bash brothers of Brendan McCullum. Never got the opportunity to play for Oz. But make no mistake, they have so much depth for cricket. Although, this is a time they could be vulnerable at the same time, especially in the Test Arena.
1: Yeah, and interesting. Whether it's a coincidence that a lot of these guys have two first names, I don't know. You know, <laughs> um, and then Brett Allen uh, into that mix as well. But you, you're right. I, I think they were probably um, they may have been as gettable as they'll be in that in that first game too. I think that's probably about as badly as you would expect an Australian bowling lineup um, um, to go. And 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 we took we took um, full advantage of that, but obviously just couldn't get the, the job done with the ball ourselves.
0: David Warner not doing himself any favour towards the sporting public or the New Zealand public, dissing Omeroo on some throwaway comment. Look, i got no issue with this. And the Waitaki Mayor coming out saying, don't say that about our team. And the local mighty 10 guy, oh, you come round here, we've got sandpaper if you want it, we know what you're like. Kiwis Cam- are just too precious, aren't we?
1: Oh, I think I, I agree to, a, to an extent. I think we we definitely milked that story uh, for all it was worth. But, but uh, David Warner does himself uh, no favours. Um, and you know, I think up to a point, um, up to a point, it's it's reasonably deserved. But but obviously, you know, it, there are times when when we go too far uh, with some of this stuff, and you'd, you'd hope that we don't um, we don't go too far. It's a bit of a swan song tour for David Warner. I think we can sort of enjoy a bit of uh, a bit of backwards and forwards. But but um, at the end of the day, let's just remember that it is a sporting context uh, contest, and and um, and we need to treat it as such.
0: I just think as a nation sometimes we just need to step back and actually think, well, you know, you go and listen to the context in which Warner said it, there was nothing malicious. It was just a comment.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Look, if I had one major gripe out of that game last night, um, it would be leading edges going for six, which is something which really does my head in uh, in cricket. Um, yeah, I can I can stand there. If someone wants to to try and just whack the ball over Cow Corner and, um, all day, you know that's fine. That's that's the that's T20 as a game. But um, when it, when a miscued shot goes sort of four rows uh, four rows back, I'm just like, what's going on with this game? You know, there's there's, there's no skill there at all. Um, the the only thing with that, I, I guess, is you know they hit to Eden Park for game two and um, game three, which is an even more sort of um, sort of uh, bizarre sort of cricket venue. So. It's um, cringe. Guess, it's you know, cringe to, to play
0: cricket at Eden Park, full stop. Yeah, we're
1: only going to see more of that sort of that sort of aspect of it,
0: aren't we? Tell you what isn't cringe is the Warriors. New Zealand Warriors playing to just about a capacity crowd in Christchurch last weekend. I tell you what, if you're one of the head honchos at New Zealand rugby, you're looking at the Warriors with an absolute envy at the moment. Those guys could travel around the country and they could just about sell eighty five to ninety percent of that stadium each time. This is a team on a real high from last year. Roger Tua sheik has gone back into the the fray uh, a few other names have come back as well I think for the Warriors they've got it all over union for, at the moment as far as having a profile
1: yeah, gee, hasn't the tide turned I mean and and over the last probably 10 20 years at, at this stage of the season the NRL would have been sort of lurching from from one scandal to the next but um, but the Warriors are just sort of the they're the, they're the poster child uh, for New Zealand sport you know obviously they took out that um, uh, sporting moment of the year at the Helberg's last week, um, you know, well, you know, deservedly so. Um, and they just seem to make uh, every post a post a winner. And and uh, yeah, I mean, they may not win the competition again this year, but they, they just seem to have they've, they've really captured the imagination last year, and they deserve to be able to cash in on that uh, this year. And, and they're definitely doing that. And um, you know, it's 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 great it's great to see, and and it's great to see that they're actually cashing in by sort of taking that. Um, by taking themselves around the country and and, and sort of making the most of it too.
0: Yeah, and the NRL, all glitz and glamour. Four sides are over in Las Vegas playing the opening round. That's a good gig if you can get it.
1: Well, I guess, you know, if they've got an advantage, it is that the game itself, you know, that they've got a platform there that is easier to understand. And and I know it it continues to be tinkered with, but um, they're straight to it in terms of uh, a product and, I don't want to beat up too much on Rugby Union, but there's a lot of work that needs to be done there um, in terms of how do we find a game that is easy to understand. You don't have to be a character from a beautiful mind sitting in the bottom of the garden to be able to understand it, you know. Um, but that's where Rugby Union finds itself. And and you're right, you wouldn't want to compare the two products uh, side by side at the moment, but Super Rugby, I guess, gets a chance to redeem itself this year.
0: Absolutely. Kicking off tomorrow night, Super Rugby Chiefs Crusaders then Rebels, Brumbies, Force, Hurricanes, Blues, Fiji and Drua, Highlanders, Moana Pacifica and Reds, Waratahs. We look at the Highlanders, bit of a south flavour in there. What are we thinking for this year for this side? Where are we going to go, Nath?
1: Um, well, I, one of the first things I always look at in a team is that 8-9-10 spine um, and, it's, and it's interesting for the, for the Highlanders. Um, you've got Hugh Renton starting against Moana Pacific um, at eight. And we, we know what we get from Hugh Renton. You know, he's a he's a good, honest um, footballer, maybe not hugely dynamic. Um, can lift himself from game to game, but um, but you got you gotta love him as a as a player, as a he's a wholehearted try. So it's a really interesting season, I think, for Fuckata. Um, you know, obviously Aaron Smith is sort of a legend, the Highlanders legend. Um, he's gone, he's been trying to groom sort of Fuckatawa over the last few years so this is, this is as good a chance as, as he'll get to you know, stamp his mark in that number 9 jersey and then I don't know if any of us would have known too much about Rhys Patchell um, going into this season so a, a massive unknown 30 year old Welshman in, in terms of how he'll go in this competition
0: What will be your pass mark for the Highlanders this year?
1: Oh uh, it's a real rebuilding year and how I was looking, I actually didn't realise this this stat sort of crept up on me, but you know, they haven't won a New Zealand Derby. I think they're sixteen or Owen sixteen in terms of New Zealand derbies over the last two years. So any win over a fellow New Zealand side um this year would, would have to be a win. Um, you know, would have to be a, a massive improvement. So um, it's a it's a really young team where they've got five guys on debut against Moana Pacifica which is probably a, a nice start to them this weekend um, uh, knocking over one of those uh, fellow New Zealand teams in the first couple of weeks I think would be a massive step forward for them 0-16
0: that's not good for a professional franchise
1: no but I guess there's, you know, there's there is reason for optimism. Um, you've got Jamie Joseph coming back into the fold, and and um, and he'll he'll lend a lot. You know, I guess depending on how that relationship sort of works between him and Clark Dermody, um, you know, but you know that will add something to the to the program over the next couple of years. And I guess we've got to give them the next sort of season or two to sort of um, to see some improvement. And then they've got some some really exciting outside backs. You know, the um, Taba Taba, Nawai, uh, Ratu, Maita, Buki, Netkins at, at fullback. Yeah. Um, so if, if they can get some quality ball um, out to these guys, you know they will score some tries. And, and obviously, you know, it almost harkens back to that sort of that 2015 era where they they bounced back from a couple of pretty average seasons. And I'm not saying they're going to win the comp in 2015, but they they definitely made some strides with a squad that. I remember being in uh, Queenstown for a pre-season game, and and looking at this team at the start of 2015, and thinking, how are they even going to find 15 guys that that um that can make it, that can put a team together, uh, you know, to to win a game, let alone a comp. And there was there was a guy I couldn't even have named you who the midfield was at the time, and this guy called Malakai Fekitoa came out of absolutely nowhere, um and burst onto the scene and became an All Black. So. There's plenty, um, there's plenty for this Highlanders team to play for, I think.
0: Good on you, Nath. Always appreciate your time.
1: Lovely. Thanks, mate.
0: Laugh out loud with Ag Proud, because life on the land can be a laughing matter. Brought to us by Shearwell Data, working to help the livestock farmer. Why do scuba divers fall backwards out of the boat? Because if they fell forwards, it would still be in the boat. Oh. Remembering, text golden to 5009 if you're after that pass for the golden shares happening in Masterton on, I think it's the 2nd of March. Yeah, 2nd of March. A daytime pass, too. No flights, no accommodation, but if you are up there, it is available. Right, that's us. Better go. My name's Andy Muir. This has been the Muster on Hokka Thanks to Peter's Genetics. See you Friday. This bombs for love.